come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 202 of Word on the Main Street Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sean Lords. And I'm Brian Lords. And uh, we have a show for you today, actually quite a bit of stuff to talk about. I was actually surprised when I looked at our hashtag no agenda and saw how many items there were. Things are a brewing. Uh, plus, it's Palindrome episode two zero two. You, yeah. Those are always great episodes. I assume. If the Dalmatians had a hundred and one more. Yes, that is us. We are double the Dalmatians. Old the Dalmatian babies, because they had a hundred and one puppies. It's technically Didn't they over. have 99, pumpy, 99 puppies and Pongo and Perdita made 101? Yeah, that's probably it. You're probably right. You're probably right. I think that's how it went. Yep, double the Dalmatians and you've got today's episode or this week's episode. Uh, but before we get into that, we do want to thank our beautiful, talented, and uh, rather dashing sponsor, Get Away Today. Absolutely. Getaway Today is a fantastic travel company to work with. And if you need to get away, make sure you let them know. You still cannot get anything to the Disneyland Resort, but you can get to Disney World and some other destinations as well. And as we're going to talk about uh, here soon, there are going to be some things going at Walt Disney World this year that you might want to be a part of. So get that trip booked. Um, If you do Get a trip booked with them. Let them know about our promo code. That is Main Street 10. It is all lowercase, the number one zero. And it's going to get you $10 off any two-night or longer Southern California travel package. So visit them in their office in South Ogden, Utah, online at www.getawaytoday.com. Or give them a call at 855-GET-AWAY. That's 438-2929. And uh, that ten dollars uh, could get you something at the newly opened uh, Trading Post in downtown yes. Disney, Star Wars Trading Post, uh, over at the uh, the old Rainforest Cafe building that has now turned into a, a Trading Post for the Star Wars nature, or of the Star Wars nature, I should say, not for the Star Wars nature, although it is that, jungle themed. That's better. Star yeah. Wars jungle themed, so maybe it is also for the Star Wars nature. Considering, who knows? Jungle, but go, uh, go get yourself one of those coins. Load it up with your ten dollars. Although the coin, I think, probably costs. I don't know if you get it for free. I don't know if you just like buy a gift card and they give you the coin, or if you have to put a certain amount know. on it. But uh, those are pretty cool, and I kind of want one. They are pretty sweet. But, uh, yeah, this week at the Disneyland Resort, not much is happening. Downtown Disney and Buena Vista Street are open to serve you food outdoors. Um, And, of course, your treats and shopping and and all that jazz. Maybe some live jazz. I don't know. Uh, There you go. (laughs) I know they used to have live 
performances. I don't know if they're doing that right now, but um, go check out the Disneyland downtown Disney area if uh, and Buena Vista Street if you're in the area and let us know how it is. Other than that, not a lot going on at the Disneyland Resort, so we'll just head on over to Brian's Trivia Corner, where the trivia is at a 90-degree angle. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Brian's Trivia Corner. It is literally in a corner. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is once again trivia time. We, he... That's all I got. Just we he. Yeah. Okay. Just we. I was, he. I was waiting for more, but it's a we he kind of week. You know. Sweet. All right. Well, let's we he right into last week's question, and that, of course, was what was the name of the entry area when DCA first opened twenty years ago? I did get a few answers. Um, I don't believe any of them were correct, if I remember right. <laughs> Let me go back and look really fast. Yeah, no. <laughs> Good job, guys. No, 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 no. Somebody thought it was the California postcard or something. It's not that. I mean, they um, had one. There I were think. postcards around. <laughs> like one of the gift shops had postcards all over the exterior, but it was not. It was not called the california postcard area <laughs> of the park um even though i can see how you got that but uh the correct answer for that was the sunshine plaza if you remember when you first came into the park you would walk under the golden gate bridge and you would see that fountain right in front of you that kind of looked like a sun so it was sunshine plaza that was back when the uh the fun wheel was actually the, the sun wheel. Oh, yeah. Yep. You remember those days? Back when the F was an S. That's right. <laughs> that, that, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, congratulations to those of you that didn't get it. Better luck next time, whatever I'm supposed to say here. But uh, anyway, we didn't get correct answers we'll hope for some maybe with this week's question this one's a little more difficult this week um back when the park first opened the area that houses um soaring over california when it opened now soaring around the world um it was originally known as the condor flats area uh before it was the grizzly peak airfield that it is now well, when it was Condor Flats, there was a number that was featured around that area, and it was the number 47. What was significant about the number 47 for the Condor Flats area? Dang. Mm. It's a pretty tough one. It, it is a pretty <laughs> tough one. You have to know something that is not Disney-related exactly, but was incorporated into the park. So I figured to kick off the final... DCA celebration of 20 years and in, in uh, the resort, uh, we'll we'll send it off with a toughie. So if you know the answer or think you know the answer, make sure you send that to me. That is Brian B R Y A N dot W O T M S at gmail.com. 
Fantastic. Uh, tough one for you guys. Tough one. But uh, if you want to, if you want to contact us, we'd love to hear from you. Brian just gave you his uh, email address. Mine is Sean S E A N dot W O T M S at gmail.com. Feel free to shoot me an email and say, hello. I get a little lonely in my email box because uh, Brian gets all the attention, but uh, yeah, say, say hi. Tell me how your day's going. <laughs> Maybe I'll, re- you know what? I promise I'll respond, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you can shoot us an email. You can also check us out on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. And of course you can phone in at 801-923-2455 and leave us a voicemail. We'd love to hear from you in any of those uh, outlets. Uh, speaking of social media, uh, go ahead and uh, check us out. We're doing a giveaway uh, for our 200th episode celebration. Finally, um, if you haven't seen the post, you will see me holding a, a six inch pop vinyl, which I believe is about two inches bigger than a normal pop vinyl. Uh, and it is a deflated Baymax from Big Hero 6 holding Mochi the Cat. And it is a box lunch exclusive. I want to be able to enter this, <laughs> but I know I can't because yeah. I want that pop. Yeah, yeah. Brian is disqualified. Dang it. He can still uh, tag and follow us, of course. But uh, basically on all of the social media platforms, find the post to enter on. And all you have to do is like that post, comment by tagging somebody in that post that might also want to win and then uh following us of course if you're not doing all three you will not be entered to win and of course you are limited to one entry per social media account uh so you can tag as many people as you want but it's not going to give you additional entries however uh you can get one additional entry for each social media platform that you enter on so that's four and then the way to support us is at uh, buymeacoffee.com slash W-O-T-M-S. If you donate a churro to us, you will get an extra entry for each churro donated up to five churros. Nice. Um, and then if you become a member uh, for a year where you get all these perks and benefits, which I'll talk about later, uh, well, in just a minute, um, you will receive 10 extra entries. So, uh, boom. Wow. Yeah. So. Uh, really boost your chances there. Yeah, yeah. That that makes everybody really want to go donate churros at www. I know I do, but I'm not <laughs> qualified, so I can't. You can donate if you want. <laughs> yeah, here. Take my own money. <laughs> But uh, again, that's www.buymeacoffee.com slash W-O-T-M-S. Those are the letters that make out the beginning of the words word on the main street. In case you guys didn't know, it's also featured on our email addresses. Uh, But yeah, as we said last week, this is our replacement for Patreon. Uh, You can donate a churro. um, If you donate one or two churros, uh, we'll thank you in the middle of a show. And of course, um, you'll 
gain that extra entry, but act quick because we will be ending this sometime soon. So, uh, mm, unknown date. <laughs> and then, uh, if you buy, if you donate three or four churros, we'll send you a sticker, which we're currently in the process of creating. Um, as well which as... are awesome. You guys are going <laughs> to love these. As I'm well so excited as uh, gaining those extra entries and being thanked in the middle of a, a of the episode that you uh, donate next to, and then uh, if you buy five or more, of course, you'll get those five entries extra. You'll get the sticker and a print of one of my uh, drawings that I've created, as well as a thank you. And then if you become a member, you'll get all that. Plus, we'll. Uh, make everybody know that you are the one that's presenting our episodes every week. Uh, if you become a member, um, you'll be at the beginning of an episode. So everybody will hear that. Uh, and of course, instead of a, a pre-done print, I will draw you in my style. If that is something that you would Whoa. and send you the print. Uh, was there any other benefit to the, Oh, plus Anybody that donates a churro or becomes a member will get access to uh, special episodes. Um, if you're a member, you'll get access to 12. If you buy us a churro uh, for, for a month, let's say you one month you decide to buy us some churros, you'll get access to that month's episode. So boom, shakalaka. And of course, you'll feel good for uh, supporting the podcast financially. <laughs> so... Go uh, go donate your hard-earned cash at buymeacoffee.com slash W-O-T-M-S. And let's, uh, let's dive into uh, our episode. Perfect. We have a lot to talk about. A lot of craziness. A lot of goodness. Uh, and whatnots. A lot more than I thought we'd have. Coming at you. So... First, I'm going to talk about the pieces of news that don't really affect our beloved Disneyland, but uh, that might affect, of course, uh, some other parks around the world. Uh, first piece of business. <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't know if they announced this previously, but it just kind of came as a surprise to me because <laughs> they released this. I believe it was the day our episode came out last week on oh, Wednesday nice. that, uh, that Hong Kong Disneyland is going to open on February 19th or reopen um, on February 19th. So Hong Kong Disneyland is open now. Uh, it opened on Friday last week. Um, hopefully it stays open. Um, sounds like with the vaccinations and everything, it seems that uh, COVID cases are starting to decline. The transmission starting to decline. So hopefully that's good news around the world. And I know it's good news here in Utah because we do have some mask mandates that are about to be lifted because of that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we were recently under 350 new cases, I believe. Uh, I don't know if it was for the week, but uh, pretty, uh, pretty small number getting back to, uh, to normal. Uh, it seems here in Utah and hopefully everywhere else, but yeah, Hong Kong Disneyland reopened on Friday. And with that, uh, somebody spotted 
according to attractions magazine uh some new costumed characters well not not new characters but the costumes of characters um uh if you're a kid listening the characters have been updated uh I should oh my say. gosh <laughs> they look so, so much better yeah yeah so they spotted the new jesse and buzz lightyear uh costumed characters uh and they look fantastic um I hope they bring those throughout the parks because those actually look like the characters from the movie. Yeah. And you kind of saw that, I think, with Bo Peep when they brought her from from when Toy Story 4 was released and they had her at Disneyland. Um, She looked pretty like legit. Um, But yeah, Jesse and Buzz look just like it looks like they popped out of the movie. Um, They were a little weird looking before. uh but buzz especially oh yeah yeah he had like a long head <laughs> kind of yeah. like a jay leno look with a really it's long very chin. jay leno that's a really good way to describe <laughs> it but uh yeah now now they look great i mean they looked good before but not but there not was some, this there good. was something off and and same with woody every time i see woody i'm like something's just off about him but uh, yeah. I'm hoping we'll see an updated Woody as well. Um, but I'm, I'm hoping we'll see these around the world rather than just at Hong Kong. But I'm guessing we'll see them at Walt Disney World soon and then hopefully Disneyland when, uh, when Disneyland reopens. But uh, I thought they looked fantastic. Yeah, they would look so much better. <laughs> Yeah, when I saw the I'm still uh, sitting here staring at the comparison, I'm like, I don't even know how they approved that. I know. You think like you always think like Disneyland's so great now, like everything, all the characters look so good. Because you think of the characters back in the 50s and 60s, and you're like, man, those were scary. Uh and they've really nailed them now, but then uh they come out with something like this, and you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah 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 so uh, how did that happen (laughs) but uh that's crazy yeah uh if you guys want to see it i'm sure a quick google search for uh new buzz and jesse at disneyland hong kong will pull up a comparison or just go to attractionsmagazine.com and check out their story there uh but yeah thought that was uh something a little noteworthy there uh Moving on to another park uh, here in the United States that is not Disneyland uh, is uh, Disney World is going to be celebrating their 50th anniversary. So uh, congratulations to uh, the park across the the, uh, country over there in Florida. Uh, The celebration starts October 1st. And basically all this article really is telling us about is uh, the, the castle's getting a little bit of a remodel. Nothing, nothing crazy, just a touch up basically um, with some, some other decorations, of course, uh, for the 50th. But they've coined the new word iridescence uh, to describe what you'll see when you visit. Walt Disney World starting October 1st for the 50th anniversary. Uh, They're also saying that uh, a lot of the 
big landmarks at the uh, Walt Disney World Resort are going to uh, get a little little uh, nightly makeover, if you will. That's uh, a good way to put it. <laughs> I'm guessing. Well, I know it's going to be through uh, mapping, pro- projection mapping. Yeah. Um, they've done it before. Like the Hollywood Tower Hotel uh, is getting this. The Cinderella Castle, obviously. Uh, the Tree of Life at Animal Kingdom. Uh, these are all going to have. Oh, and um, what's it called? Uh, Spaceship Earth at uh, Epcot will also get a nice little. Uh, lighting um a visual effect at night i think yeah it says uh, new lights will shine across the reflective panels of spaceship earth as well so uh looks pretty cool uh the colors to me remind me of rapunzel <laughs> i don't know yeah if that's i could see that for but i i do like the way they're using iridescent yeah because when you look at the outfits that mickey and minnie are going mm-hmm. to do going to be wearing that is a very good descriptive word is iridescent i know they've taken ear and tweaked it to be like right. mouse ear but the actual word iridescent is really what it looks looks to be so yeah well a great word play there yeah so it, it it's kind of like color changing uh swaps between it looks like like pink and blue and aqua <laughs> so <laughs> very iridescent yeah um, uh if anybody's seen back to the future kind of like uh marty mcfly's hat there you old, go well marty mcfly uh jr uh his hat uh in the future well in the present for him but any in the future <laughs> but in the future yes uh so mickey and minnie look great uh they're gonna have a couple of uh well they're each gonna have one new outfit uh, Mickey looks awesome. Minnie looks great. Uh, so be sure to check that out. Uh, I cannot for the life of me remember <laughs> what all they were planning for the 50th before. I know Tron was supposed to be built for the 50th. Yeah. I don't know if that's still on track. Yeah, I I have no idea. <laughs> on track. I get it. <laughs> and then um, they were supposed to have like a, a space restaurant. Like you were in space. I don't know if that's still a thing that's going to be done by then, but it's an 18 month long event that they're doing. So they've got time. (laughs) So a a year and a half of celebration. So even if things are delayed, maybe that's why it's such a long celebration is because they're like, Oh, things got delayed. (laughs) So we'll just keep releasing stuff throughout the celebration. Uh, But yeah, it says, uh, says they'll, They'll provide more info as uh, they get closer. So um, we'll keep you up to date. So be sure to uh, go to getawaytoday.com and book your trip for uh, Walt Disney World so that uh, you can enjoy this iridescent celebration. Oh, very nice. (laughs) All right. I think that, uh, that takes care of all the outside disneyland type stuff i believe so uh let's let's see let's do this because this isn't really like it's not in disneyland but it's still related to disneyland and other disney parks it's kind of a good like 
segue article, I think. Perfect. Um, between other parks and Disneyland. So uh, some of you may have heard the word, but uh, there's going to be a new uh, show on Disney Plus uh, that is based on the Magic Kingdom. It's going to be a Magic Kingdom TV universe uh, for Disney Plus. Um, the headline reads For All Mankind, creator Ron Moore is readying the first of a potential franchise of projects that will explore characters from Disney parks and classic films. Uh, so, I am not familiar with what For All Mankind is. Is that something on Disney Plus? That's something I have I'm supposed no to idea. Know. Uh, anywho, this guy created uh, what's called For All Mankind. His name's Ron Moore. He will be uh, developing a franchise for Disney Plus that is set in Disney's beloved Magic Kingdom. The first project in the works as part of the so-called Magic Kingdom universe, the MKU. Uh, um, is the Society of Explorers and Adventures, which is set in a world where all themed lands and characters of the Disney parks and classics, fi classic films actually exist in another reality. Um, so I don't know if they're going to be doing different shows, like they'll have the Society of Explorers and Adventures. Are they going to have something else like uh, a Haunted Mansion series like they were supposed to do? Um, oh good. Will they do like a pirate series or will this all be part of the Society of Explorers and Adventures? Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I don't really understand exactly what it is they're trying to accomplish. So I know that there's something called the Society of Explorers and Adventures uh, within the parks that they reference in, in different Disney parks throughout the world. And it's usually in like adventure land. Um, I know, I believe in Hong Kong, it's associated with the guy who owns the mystic manor. Um, mm. I think he's part of it. So I don't know. I think Jungle Cruise is part of this, uh, but it's usually in more like adventure areas. I don't think it's like bled into like New Orleans Square or anything like that. Yeah. Maybe it's part of Frontierlands. I don't know, <laughs> but I know for a fact that it's part of Adventureland throughout parks. Um so all I know is I won't complain about any more Disney parks content on no. Disney no. plus no. the more, the better. No. So I'm guessing that this is, I don't even know if it's live action or if it's going to be animated, uh, but I'm still be. hoping they're going to bring the Disneyland TV series from before the park opened. Right. And it, with after Walt. the park opened the, with the Walt Disney. Yeah. I really wish that they would put that on Disney plus. Oh yeah. Um, so apparently uh, ba, 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 Roger Moore also oh, Ron Moore also uh, built out sci-fi's Battlestar Galactica world. So hmm. I never watched that. Um, but I know it goes well with beats and bears. It's true. Um, <laughs> 
But it says uh, for the Magic Kingdom universe, Moore is working closely with Disney Imagineering team, uh, the group of research and developers who are responsible for the creation of Dis of uh, for the creation and design of all Disney's theme parks across the globe. Everybody listening probably already knew that, um, knew what Imagineers were, but. Uh, it says sources say a mini writer's room is already being put together with a uh, with a search underway for three senior level writers. Uh, so the idea per sources is to explore characters like uh, Seaboat Captain from the Jungle Cruise or Prospector from Big Thunder Mountain or the Climbers of the Matterhorn, for example, as part of the world of the Society of Explorers and Adventurers. To be clear, none of those characters or storylines are currently on the table at this stage. Okay. So uh, not sure what those sources were that uh, mentioned it. but uh, Basically, from what I'm getting, <laughs> there's a thing coming, but we know nothing about it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, that's what I'm also getting out of it. Um, yeah, that's basically all I'm getting out of this. There's nothing else that I can give you that's going to uh, get you more pumped for it at this time. Uh, there's some quotes from Ron Moore, but I don't know if this will make people feel better, but he said, uh, I guess he had a lot of um, offers and he decided to pick this project because his childhood was built around a lot of things that were Disney. He says he's a huge fan an aficionado of the Disneyland Park in Anaheim to the point where he would go there by himself periodically and ride the rides. Wow. He would go periodically. What a, what a fan. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, the opportunity for him to, he says the opportunity for me to get to work on a lot of the classic IP that Disney has and things in their library that meant so much to me as a child growing up and that I have shared with my children ultimately was just something I couldn't pass up. So to me, it's a little comforting to know that he's a fan of the parks, you know, and that he even passed up more lucrative opportunities to do Which this because he loves it so much. So I'm hoping he'll, you know, be respectful and, and all that jazz of, of, uh, of the Disney parks legacy, I guess of Walt's legacy. And if he doesn't do a good job, I'm going to start referring to him by his last name first and then his first name. Moron. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Fantastic. So it'd be kind of cool. It reminds me of a, a movie that they had in the works that I thought John Favreau was involved in. Uh, uh, then John Favreau ago. got caught up in a galaxy far, far away. So, well, it was a long time ago. I don't know if you remember, but oh, they, were, really? they were looking at doing a movie and movies based on uh, attractions and actually doing like a Magic Kingdom movie uh, where everybody, everything was like connected and, and whatnot. But I could get apparently that, that didn't happen and this is uh, going to happen. So, is it live action? Is it animated? I have no idea, but we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> when more information gets put forward, we'll let you know. All right. So uh, let's uh, let's get into Disneyland, shall we? Sounds like a good plan to me. <laughs> I mean, that's what we're all here for. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So 
Before we get into Disneyland, let's talk about some safety tips uh, that have been released. We previously had talked about the PSA campaign that Disneyland was doing with the Incredibles back when uh, probably as far back as like April is when they started this. Yeah, it's been a while now. But uh, they've added two new ones uh, for everybody to enjoy. I assume these are around the Disneyland park as well as on billboards and whatnot. But uh, the first one is Frozone. Uh, it's him shooting some ice or snow or whatever. And it says fever, chill at home together. We can be incredible. A message from Disneyland. So nice. There's that. And then the other one features um, uh, Violet. Uh, it says, stay in your bubble, help protect yourself and others. Uh, uh. Very nice. <laughs> so those are the two new ones that you can look out for. They've, they're definitely the like 60s style. Um, of course, that's when uh, the Incredibles are set. But it's also got like a retro feel to it. You know, the Incredibles has. Yeah but like a retro feel of something that maybe you'd see back in the sixties. Yeah. It's very stylized. I like it. I like it. Um, all right. And then on that note, let's head to what the LA County board of supervisors has been up to since we last chatted here on word on the main supervise the county. I guess. I don't know. It's interesting. I don't know, but uh, I, believe, I believe it was last episode we talked about um, a bill that was introduced, Bill 420, um, by a, Might have been a, a Republican and a Democrat uh, in California. It was, uh, it was created by Sharon Quick, Quirk Silva and Suzette Martinez Valladares. Sorry about that. <laughs> Sounded good to me. I'm sure I butchered that, but um, we talked about that, I guess, a couple weeks ago, uh, how they were hoping to pass something that would allow uh, parks to reopen sooner than uh, designated currently. And uh, just a little update on it, nothing too big, but the Los Angeles County Board of Supervisors went on record Tuesday. By that, I mean yesterday as this is being released um in support of that bill so that's good news very Um, good so just a reminder this bill is seeking to let theme parks reopen earlier than newsom wanted to allow so let's uh let's keep this momentum going let's uh get these parks open sooner than later and like we were saying with the vaccines and everything slowing down everywhere it seems uh hopefully that's good news as well uh fingers crossed so so hopefully we'll see uh we'll see some reopening sooner than later but just wanted to give you guys a little update on that i know it wasn't much but uh it's something it's something something is something we'll take exactly it's much better than nothing (laughs) All right, we're going to get into Disneyland and, and the Disneyland Resort, I swear. Technically, this is part of Disneyland Resort here. 
but uh, they have announced for Disney Vacation Club members, uh, DVC members have gotten emails letting them know that uh, that um, some of the Disney Vacation Villas over at the Grand California Hotel are set to reopen May 2nd. So um, most of the hotel probably won't be open then, uh, but this is something that uh, DVC members will be able to enjoy, hopefully <laughs> starting May 2nd. Um, and hopefully that's good news, right, for, uh, for the parks. That's what I'm hoping, because why would you want to go stay at a Disney villa at California Adventure <laughs> if you couldn't go into the park? Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a good question. That's a so, good question. <laughs> hopefully they're just optimistic that they are going to be able to have the park open by then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hopefully that is. Hopefully that's what happens. Um I know I have it on an article here that provided me with some more uh, optimism. It might actually be on the last article we had just talked about. Um, let me make sure. Yes, it is. So uh, Six Flags Magic Mountain over in California actually made a post on Twitter uh, on Friday, the, the 19th of February uh, with a graphic that says the thrill is calling park opening with ride spring 2021. So um, that sounds like good news. That's very confident of six flags to post for everybody to see. Um, I wonder if somebody has some inside information. Yeah. It says uh, parent company, six flags entertainment said in a statement that it was working with state and government officials to set firm reopening dates for our parks in California. So uh, do they know something that hasn't really been announced? I don't know, but I uh, hope, but when I saw that it, I don't know. It just gave me some optimism. So could be late spring. That's what we need more of, but uh, you know, with, with the villas opening May 2nd um, and six flags say in spring 2020, I'm hoping there's something there, I you know, know. Uh, 2021. I'm hoping there's something there uh, for sure. So, cause May yeah, 2nd is crossed. in spring. Just that saying. Is true. Um, so hopefully that gives everybody a, a little bit of uh, optimism. Like it gave me. Um, I'm pretty excited, pretty stoked for uh, what the rest of this year has to bring. Uh, yeah. So. All right, let's, uh, what haven't we had? I've gone kind of all over our little agenda. We've got here. something that was spotted in Disneyland Ooh, and yeah, 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 refund yeah. details for food and wine from 2020. That's right. That's the items we have remaining. Let's, uh, let's go with what's spotted at Disneyland Park. That's right, Disneyland Park. Something was spotted. Um and I believe a Dalmatian. What? A Dalmatian. Dalmatian? Yes. It was spotted. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what the crap are you talking about? <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, 
today, actually, uh, well, yesterday, as you guys are listening to this, uh, somebody had spotted over at the Disneyland Resort and posted it on, I believe, Instagram. Uh, there was a horse spotted on Main Street, walking around on Main Street. Um, Just walking around or? Uh, being led, of course, by uh, by cast members. They've just turned the horses loose and <laughs> yeah. <man>. enjoy. <laughs> um, but uh, not only did they spot a horse, but there was a man up on the Disneyland railroad tracks inspecting the railroad tracks as well. Um, what does that mean? I don't know. Uh, I guess absolutely nothing. It could mean absolutely nothing. It could be a daily routine of checking the tracks. <laughs> Somebody sure. just happened to see it. Now it's a big deal. Right. Like maybe they're making sure no weeds pop up in the tracks or plants are growing where they shouldn't be or uh, trimming plants on the side that might be uh, getting in the way. Uh, probably doing a daily inspection to make sure nothing's rusting over or uh, breaking or anything like that. Um, so, and, and as far as the horse goes, they're probably trying to keep the horses familiar with, with Disneyland. So I'm not 100% sure if this means anything, um, but I'm hoping it does. You know, I'll, yeah, I'll keep I, that. I hope it does too. I'll keep that little spark of uh, optimism going for everybody. Uh, hopefully, they're expecting guests sooner than later over at the Disneyland Resort. But uh, we will see. That would be awesome. All right. Any comments from you, Brian? About the horse, mm. the old man. Spotted Was it a horse butt. of a different color? <laughs> It was yellow, uh, not yellow. It was white. Yellow. Wow. It was a white horse. It was that a, is a different an, color than I saw. It was an iridescent horse. Oh, nice. <laughs> kind of like uh, on uh, Wizard of Oz. You know, a horse <laughs> yeah. that's like rotating. Changing color. color. Um, that was a pretty good effect for the day that that was made. Right? right? Was it lighting? What was it? Who knows? All right. I think this is the last piece of news that we have for you fools out there listening to this show. Um, and the non-fools. Yes, there's some you guys non-fools. Are included too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's some updates as far as the food and wine event go. Uh, I don't really want to call it the food and wine because I don't know if that's what they're calling it. I don't yet. feel like it is food and wine. Um, yeah. I mean, this this is coming from Mice Chat. They've got their own sources, so I'm just going to give you what they're getting from their sources. Um, so obviously, no set details have been announced officially by Disney, um, where it's supposed to be starting mid March. I'm sure we'll hear something soon because <laughs> it is end of February. In fact, we'll probably hear something right after we record this podcast, as usual. Um, but returning cast have been told, according to MiceChat.com, that the new food and beverage event will make use of Cars Land, Pacific Wharf, Pixar Pier, Grizzly Peak, 
and will include the Buena Vista Street operations as well. So basically uh, everywhere, but where they're working on Marvel. Yep. Yep. Uh, so uh, they're speculating that this means Buena Vista Street will not be available for shopping uh, unless you have a ticket for the event. So uh, enjoy it while you can. Yeah. Um, it could be I'm, coming to an end soon. Yeah. I'm guessing you won't be able to freely enjoy Buena Vista Street for long um, without uh, paying some money to do so. Um, it's saying that the event will offer just six marketplace booths, but that, uh, but they're expecting additional park food and beverage locations to be open. So maybe the cozy cone will reopen, uh, since that's all outdoor, you know, uh, that would be good. You've got the beer carts, uh, Rita's Baja blenders, Cochina Cucamonga, um yeah as well as uh, other carts and whatnot so uh anything that has outdoor uh that uh tra- trattoria is that wine country trattoria yeah so that that could be something we'll see open but uh, lamplight lounge would be really good too because there's a lot of outdoor seating there yeah yeah so we'll see what happens uh i'm pretty stoked to see the details I think it's awesome that Cars Land is going to be open as well as Pixar Pier. That's a lot more than I thought. They Most were of open. the park, really. Yeah, I was expecting uh, just basically in front of Little Mermaid, uh, in front of where World of Color is. I wasn't yeah. expecting Pixar Pier. So hopefully these uh, cast members are correct in what they've been told. Because um, that's pretty cool uh, to be able to walk around the whole park for the most part show. Uh, yeah. I kind of want to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, as far as uh, what Brian was saying, food and wine festival of 2020, people had bought these uh, food and wine festival. Uh, I don't know what they're called. Um, it's a sip and saver pass. Sip and saver pass. They had the little tabs on it uh, that you would use to get different things. Um, they have announced that unused festival tabs will be refunded at $7 per tab. So, uh, any removed tabs will not be refunded. So if you have removed all your tabs cause you were bored, uh, <laughs> you just <laughs> lost your done money. That. <laughs> um, but any one, any of those tabs you didn't use, uh, you'll be able to, to get $7 per That's tab. Good. Um, and it looks like there's a max of eight tabs. So yeah, that's pretty well all your money back. If I remember right. Yeah. Yeah. There may have been 10 on there. I want to. Oh, yeah. You're probably right. Cause I think there were three on the sides on each side and then two on the bottom. Yeah. If I remember right. Oh, there's a big picture there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there were, uh, there were eight. So. All right. Uh, if you do have one of those passes, of course, uh, you can contact Disneyland's Help Center or call 888-231-7639. Go get your refund, get your money back, or uh, don't, and I guess donate it to Disneyland. <laughs> Sounds like uh, a good plan. <laughs> right. 
So uh, that is, I believe, all of the news for this uh, this week's episode. That uh, was a lot. A lot of relevant information, I do want to say. Which is kind of nice. We didn't have to, like, grab at a lot of things. You know, we didn't have We've to. We've been doing that for the last year. <laughs> yeah, so, so it's nice to see these rolling in because it provides me with that optimism that I have mentioned multiple times throughout this yeah, episode. Yeah, plenty of that this episode. So, positivity. Yay. That's all I got to say. All right. Uh, anything, Brian, you want to add to today's no, conversation? So. Events. If anybody can find Halloween Wanda Funko Pop, let me know. <laughs> I'm, I'm still hoping to see her. Yes. Uh, that was a good episode. But, oh, it uh, was. We might talk about but, that. But later. the newest one, as we're recording, was even better. Yeah, it's uh, just so everybody knows, if you're watching WandaVision, the newest episode does have an after credit scene. There's not a whole lot to it, though. I've been reading about it. <laughs> I've been reading some things, too, but I still haven't seen anything that makes it worth watching. I agree. So, But there was a pretty interesting one, and I'll, I'll tell you about it later or on a special episode Ooh. we'll see uh we'll see uh speaking of buy us a churro at buymeacoffee.com slash w-o-t-m-s and uh give us your hard-earned cash all right thank you everybody for listening to this week's episode we really really do appreciate it i forgot to mention in the support us section so i'll mention it here if you haven't uh please uh uh, share the podcast with those that might also enjoy it. Um, and if you haven't, a good way to support the show, of course, is to listen every week uh, and subscribe and review the podcast on the following platforms. That would be Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, TuneIn, Google Play, Amazon Music, and Audible. And of course, we are on social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. Go check those out for a chance to win a big Funko Pop of Baymax with Mochi Cat. Hairy baby. Hairy baby. Um, oh, that's one of my favorite parts <laughs> of that movie. So go, uh, go check those out for a chance to win. Uh, no purchase necessary for an entry, um, of course. But uh, purchase necessary for some other entries. Eh, eh, eh. Donations. Mm-hmm. Donations. Ne- yeah, necessary. not purchase. Um, and of course, uh, that's about it. <laughs> not sure why I said of course. But that is about it for this week. Uh, we really appreciate you guys taking the time to listen to us. Uh, please join us, of course, every week and every Wednesday to hear the new word on the main street. Bye-bye. Goodbye.